Danielle here. Welcome to Menopause Nutritionist. I believe women can thrive in menopause and have the body composition of their choice if they master their nutrition and lifestyle. Coming to you live and loud today from Brisbane. Um, so today, now that we've finished our Foundations of Fat Loss series, uh, if you missed that one, make sure you go back and check it out. Uh, I thought I would actually just go over I just got off a one-on-one -on -one coaching call and there was a few points that we discussed and I thought you know what this is be a good conversation to share uh, because I'd like to try and provide just different points or perspectives that will help you on your health and nutrition journey um, and so dealing with different bits and pieces that I deal with with my one-on-one -on -one clients I feel like should hopefully help you um, on your own journey. So one of the things that we discussed, this particular client, she loves having a smoothie like to start the day. And this is a great way to, you know, get nutrients in. We actually did break it down. She wasn't having enough protein in it. So together we've created one that gives her enough protein to start the day because research shows the first what kind of food that you consume through the day it doesn't matter if you're intermittent fasting or not the first food you eat needs to be high protein the first and the last meal of the day if you can make it definitely more than 30 grams but more than that like 45 would be better um, so she was missing the protein amount and we have formulated it so she has this great smoothie that she loves so as we were chatting through and having a check-in we were just talking through how she's got her plan and she's got her smoothie. Now, and I was just reminding her that that actually needs to change each week. What happens is we can get too routine and some people are very routine, like they definitely fall into so much easier just to do the same thing day in, day out, which sounds good in theory, but for your gut microbiome, that is not necessarily a great outcome. So a gut microbiome, I like to talk about it like a beautiful garden. And if you think about giving your garden just the same well, or planting the same food in the garden, uh, not food, the same seeds in the garden, you will just have just corn growing, for example. Whereas we want our, our gut microbiome garden to be very diverse. We want it to have lots of beautiful flowers and, and, and be very, um, you know, like plentiful in all different different types of plants and, and it, we want it to be flourishing. Now, it won't do that if we're just giving it one type of seed. We need to give it lots of different plant, lots of different seeds. So with her smoothie, one of the goals we have for her is to make sure she's changing it up every week. She's maybe using different berries. She's maybe using different milks. She's using um, adding like maybe what next week she adds spirulina to it or she adds some maca powder. I feel like most of you here are like on your menopause journey, maca powder is really good. Um, there's lots of things that you can do to, even though it's a smoothie and you're kind of having the same thing, you can change that up. So another client I coached, she was really, really loved green beans. So she was eating green beans all the time because that was her favorite 
and um, that sounds good in theory same thing you only get this the vitamins and minerals from the beans every day though you're not getting a diverse range of vitamins and minerals when we look at the I guess if you look at you know we, t we talk about eating the color that the rainbow of veg veggies that's because each of the different vegetables or foods not just vegetables but all different types of foods they contain different types of minerals and vitamins in them so if we're only eating one specific type of food all the time we're missing lots of vitamins and minerals and that can be detrimental to our health and our health journey so obviously supplementation can help but if you can eat your food and get the good amount of vitamins and minerals from what you're ingesting that is the best outcome and then we can use supplementation to fill the gaps and the things we miss like generally you hear me talking to the menopausal audience everyone should be um adding extra magnesium it's quite possible you need zinc um, you know having things like even primrose oil fish oil um, definitely having a vitamin b you know all of these things become more important when we're on our menopausal journey because our body is coping with so many changes and things so i thought that was an interesting perspective and some of you may be listening who are also smoothie lovers change your smoothie up make that a goal so each week how can i change my smoothie this week um something else we talked about was she is moving through she's just she's been like me she's suf suffered with a few injuries and so she is now realizing that she really needs to do some strength training super important and anyone that tunes into the content that i put out knows that the reason i love resistance training or weightlifting or same thing there we call resistance training strength training is because the drop in estrogen estrogen is like like our it's like our security blanket it helps us keep and build muscle and bone mass and as we lose it and it declines in this menopausal stage we then have to like do something to fix that we lose muscle mass at some extraordinary rate each year and what we want to be doing is obviously like preserving and building and maintaining our muscle mass mass and our bone density so when we do strength training that becomes a central nervous system override that is regardless of whether estrogen is in our body or not so this is why it's so important so this is another thing that um, is a goal for her to get into her strength training um, one of the other things that we were discussing and um, oh, I had it here to talk to you guys about was oh it was about meal planning so I just had to look at the notes really quickly um, it was about meal planning so she obviously any of my clients they get my full recipe library and my meal plans they get meal plans every week however she was like oh the meal plans are so good I'm not following it to the T and I'm like that's fine you don't need to follow it to the T it's about you learning where your food is coming from and then being able to create a lifestyle around it she's going away on a conference and so you know I've challenged her to get into the um, you know into the hotel gym and because what we're trying to do is create a lifestyle 
that when we go away we don't just push pause on it it actually continues on so we need to you know not be like starting a routine and then pushing pause on it and then starting again like we actually want to create a lifestyle that whatever we do we continue doing if we go away we we still get to enjoy our holiday and do whatever and we don't need to be maybe a strict or but it's a lifestyle that we're creating so she has actually just started doing some intermittent fasting this week that's what i was going to talk to you about as well and so we were talking through that and I was explaining to her why intermittent fasting is such a great tool for this menopausal stage of life. Um, obviously to create metabolic flexibility, keeping our estrogen low, uh, sorry, estrogen insulin low helps us with our body composition changes. Um, there's a lot of benefits to fasting, but the main big one is metabolic flexibility. We want to be metabolically flexible, so we um, can use our fat for fuel, but we can also obviously use like the food. But we take back the kind of power in when we eat and when we want to eat. So, for example, today is a great example. I'm obviously a big fan of intermittent fasting. My three daughters actually all do intermittent fasting as well. However, I teach people how to fast with their hormones. So it's not just a like, and this is the trap I fell into for many years, was where I was just doing 16A and day in, day out. And it's like exercise. You don't get a hormetic um, response when your body just gets used to anything. So if I did the same workout day in, day out, like for six years, my body, I wouldn't get stronger. I wouldn't actually get fitter. I would just sit at a base because our bodies are actually smart. They'll just do what they need to do. So our diet and nutrition is no different. When we want to change our body composition, we need to give some different stresses to be able to make our body shift up and change things around. So when we um, like you know, our intermittent fasting, for example, this allows our body to not know where our energy is coming from. So then it has to get diverse and like, what am I going to do? So it has to use different um, substrates to generate the energy. And this allows us to become metabolically flexible. And that is, this is coming from someone who I should like, <laughs> I should pre-frame this so you guys don't un you don't know where I came from. I was that person who had to have food in my bag because if I didn't eat every two hours, I was going to, you know, have a mental breakdown. It was, that that was me. I literally had to eat all the time. I, from the minute I woke up to the minute I went to sleep, I was thinking about food, when, when I was gonna be eating next. Food literally ran my life. And when I started fasting and learning how to do it, I took back that power. So now, for example, I will give you the rundown of today. Today I have, I got up, I did have my ketones. I love having ketones when I'm intermittent fasting. It just makes the whole process easier. I had my ketones, my creatine, I went and my electrolyte. I went off to training. I did a big cardio session and then went to Cairo straight after, then I came home, jumped in the shower, had a quick shower, jumped on a one-on-one -on -one call, so now we're here, and it's five, nearly five to one, 
and I still haven't eaten yet. And I'm completely fine. If you told me that I couldn't eat today, I would actually be okay. I know at some point I would probably get a little bit hungry, but I would be completely fine. And that is because after years of fasting and doing extended fasts and whatever, my body is very metabolically flexible. It is okay. It knows it'll be all right. It knows it's not going to die if I make it wait for food. And and don't get me wrong, like I still will eat the amount I need to eat in the day. I just push it into a smaller time frame. So I'm about to go and have my peanut butter zotes. Um, zotes, they're zotes because they've got zucchini in them. So I called them zotes. Um, I'm about to go and have my peanut butter zotes and then I will have lunch a couple of hours later. And so I will still eat the same amount in the day, but it's just going to be in a shorter time frame. So anyway, I just thought I would share that with you. I haven't actually talked about intermittent fasting because we've been doing the foundation of foundations of fat loss series but maybe this week I will do a deep dive into intermittent fasting again so anyone who wants to can um, join into that one so so those are just a few things that uh, I thought I would share with you today the other thing that she is doing is making her uh, meal planning and prepping a goal so she needs to set an alarm on her phone and she's away for the next week but when she gets back she then will need to set aside time each week to do some meal prepping and planning and that will set her up for success because she's still kind of not quite achieving what she wants to from a being planned out from a nutritional point of view so um so yeah those are some things that we have her working on and hopefully this information will help you on your health and wellness journey um, if you have any questions that you would like me to chat about then grab me on social media i actually have just joined that threads and kind of loving it actually but i'm also on instagram facebook uh, you'll see me on TikTok, not the easiest place to communicate over there though. Uh, but I do do different content on most of the different platforms, uh, depending on what you like. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate your time. I hope this has been helpful. And uh, I will always ask if you are happy to give a five-star review, a rating, subscribe, follow whatever you need to do send it to a friend i appreciate that so much that's how other people can find this podcast if you haven't already grabbed my meal prep cheat sheet i will pop that in the comments section go grab it this will help you get organized for the week ahead and also if you are interested in joining my next round of thriving menopause uh, the waitlist is open so get yourself on that waitlist because there's special bonuses and special like little cheat sheets and things like that that get sent just to the waitlist so jump on that i'll pop the link for that in the notes as well and i can't wait to get to know you better have a beautiful rest of your day and thanks for tuning in bye